0: 49ers fans, welcome here at the Two Minute Warning. It's great to have you. We gotta ride this one out together here right now. After spending the entire first half looking like they didn't even deserve to hitchhike their way to Reno, the 49ers might end up in Las Vegas when it's all said and done. An incredible second half that has seen a 27-point unanswered half of football so far. Again, the Lions have the ball here, and they are driving. Nothing is over yet. A concerning level of defense throughout the entire evening for the 49ers, Um, but the whole point, is survive this game and get yourself to Las Vegas, where you will find the Kansas City Chiefs waiting for you. There have been times where Brock Purdy has morphed into the very best of Lamar Jackson, beating the, 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 the Detroit Lions with his legs for big chunk plays at times. Here we are, first and 10 midfield, Lions out of the two-minute warning. Goff finds a uh, receiver down inside the red zone that's Reynolds and so we got ourselves a ball game down to the wire here there's no doubt about that there's no cruising on into victory lane here for the 49ers this is second down or excuse me a new first down for Goff. they moved the chains he is dinking and dunking and looking to get uh to the sidelines which he just did but man oh man a 10-point lead for the Niners with 97 seconds left to play, and that's the Lions' ball. It feels like Dan Campbell has done as much to coach the 49ers into victory tonight, should they find it, then he has the Lions with a couple of decisions on fourth down that are going to be guessed and re-guessed and processed due to the whole analytics crowd saying, well, the book says you go for it right there, and Dan Campbell is an incredibly aggressive head coach, so you want to keep going for it. Be who you are in your big moments, and there's a part of that that I agree with. There's another part of me that says, hey, when you got a chance to take a three-point lead or a three-possession lead, I should say, in a second half of a playoff game on the road, you might want to do that. And then Dan Campbell had an opportunity to tie this game up, at one point and chose to go for it on fourth down. That I believe is the lions taking the ball out of bounds at about the two yard line. It is 70 seconds left in this game. Lions are going to be knocking on the door here for sure. That ball is out. Runner was out of bounds right there. That's Laporte uh, Laporta and he's out of bounds. So second and goal with a minute and 10 left or no, that wasn't Laporta. Pardon me. But man, oh man, oh man, look at what we got here. Look at what we got here. 34-24, 49ers, second and goal. Goff rolling to his right, looking into the end zone. He's going to throw that ball away, bringing up second and goal. Woo! Look, I sent out a tweet that all it would really take for the 49ers to climb back into this game is one of the best franchise, one of the best second halves the franchise has ever seen. And in a weird way, they've gotten that. They have gotten that. They have an opportunity in a game that looked like it was over early on. I mean, it was as bad of a start for the 49ers as you could imagine in this game. It looked like Detroit was just going to Motor City, Kitty itself, all the way right to just, just, I mean, huge chunk plays on the ground. Um, ball is snapped, and that ball is stuffed. Timeout. Fourth and goal coming up with one minute remaining. The 49ers are one successful defensive play from victory formation in a trip to the Super Bowl. Now, the amount of things that have to go right here for Detroit still, you got to like the Niners' chances, but this has been a weird game, to say the least, and a weird second half for Detroit, no doubt about that. An unbelievable turnaround in this game. I mean, a a profound turnaround from what you saw at the beginning of the game to what we're seeing here in this second half. And it, it, it was, you know, can the Niners win ugly? Can the Niners win ugly is a, you know, it's it's a little bit of an answer from last week. They told you, yeah, it can happen, but you probably shouldn't expect it to happen over and over again. That is a pass to the back of the end zone. That is a touchdown, Lions. So this ain't over. This ain't over. That is a touchdown to Jameson Williams. Lions are going to be kicking here and then obviously setting up for as big of an onside kick that the 49ers have looked at. In a few years. Like I can't remember the 49ers coming down to a all right, you guys got to recover an onside kick. Um, and and it's a it's a must-have it type of special teams play. I can't remember the last time the, the Niners even faced something like that. They will be facing something like that. Now, the question is here: is this a true point after touchdown? It is. 34 31, 49ers lead, 56 seconds remaining on the clock, and a recovered onside kick is all that stands between the 49ers and a trip to the Super Bowl. Welcome to a little post game in Damon, the most aggressive post game show in America. We don't even wait for the game to end. Brought to you by Dr. Paul Hughes, who's been an incredible sponsor the second half of this season. We thank you very much, Doc. I tell you what, I was outside on my knees playing with my kids today because my knee doesn't hurt like it used to due to his cellular replacement therapy, which has made me an awful lot more spry than I used to be. Uh, We will give you information to contact Dr. Paul Hughes throughout tonight's show. As a matter of fact, uh, I will put it up when this thing goes final for real. The chat is already flying. I can see it. People are sick. People are uh, don't know whether to, 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 to throw up or laugh or cry or celebrate or just go into a corner, and ball yourself up and hold a blanket. I mean, whatever you got to do to get through this onside kick, I suggest you do it right now. We're going to freeze the onside kick. Is that what we're doing here? A timeout's been called. I guess they're going to freeze the onside kick. Oh, my goodness. This game is going to come down to a special teams play, but not the one that everyone was worried about. Remember, Jake Moody was the guy that everyone was worried about, and he began this evening with an ominous note by missing his first field goal attempt, pushed that one wide right. But he has since been true with his leg in this game, and the 49ers are, again, an onside kick away from the Super Bowl an onside kick recovery away uh stat that fox just put up says that the lions are 0 for 3 in onside kick recoveries this year let's see what the play is oh this better be no shenanigans oh this better be no shenanigans my goodness my goodness what do we got here lions are about to kick it off here's the kick The ball gets a big bounce in the air. Looked like the Lions might have touched it before it even went 10 yards, but hey, diddle, diddle, fell on it. George Kittle. The San Francisco 49ers are a couple of knees away from Las Vegas. Wow, that was a really nice onside kick, too. Got the bounce you wanted. Uh, ball nearly came down in a lion's hand. I believe that that would have been a legal touching because uh, the ball had not cleared 10 yards. Dan Campbell saying, uh, probably should have kicked some field goals earlier in this game. But it didn't happen. There is a flag here on the play. Hold on. Hold on. This ain't over yet. What's the flag? Kind of an interesting night for the uh, uh, lead umpire to be going through puberty. Uh, all, all, all sorts of uh, cracking voices uh, in the AFC title game. A uh, little bit more mature presentation here in the NFC title game. All righty. What are we looking at? No, that's the thing. So the flag is on the Lions, illegal touching before the ball went 10 yards on the onside kick. Nothing is going to change here. This is Victory Formation, kiddies. This is Victory Formation, kids. Illegal touching on the Detroit Lions. And I believe that right now at Levi's Stadium, there is a section of fans turning around and giving Eminem the double birds because he gave it to them early on in the game. It looked like an evening where the 49ers were going to end their year and just Awful fashion. Just a terrible way for a season to end. And it uh, it's going to be a trip to the Super Bowl after all. Oh, ye of little faith. And I tell you you, you, you had a right to be rattled with the way that this one started. You had a right to be rattled with the way that this game played out throughout much of it. I mean, the Niners' run defense just gave it up tonight. I mean, gave it up. I got to look at some of these team stats here. But, yeah, uh, from a running standpoint, rushing alone, 182 yards for the Detroit Lions. All right, Niners are running an actual play here. The Lions still got all their timeouts? No, they, don't. No, they, they got two left. Okay, so it's not victory formation. Run a play. Line, I mean, what? So just, just take a knee. Just take a knee. What's going on here? All right. Again, welcome. It is great to have you here. If you've been here all year, it's wonderful to see you again. Thank you very much for supporting what I'm doing over here on YouTube. If you're getting here for the very first time tonight, welcome. No time like the present to join. It is great to have you. My name's Damon. The coolest community you're going to meet anywhere in any uh, chat room is pretty much happening, I think, on this channel right now. And uh, it looks like everyone could be in for a little celebration mode here. Uh, Carrie to Elijah Mitchell... Uh, their timeout by Dan Campbell now. And wh- uh, again, why, why, why they're not just, why they're not just taking these. I really, I'm not quite sure. Not quite sure here. Lines are officially out of Timeouts. Well, I guess, yeah, I I mean, I do, yeah, you don't have enough time to just knee it, knee it, knee it, but, okay, third and six, what do you got? Third and six, what do you got? Third and six, what do you got? Got Elijah Mitchell going to the left, he is tackled short of the down to gain. Tick, tick, tick. There is there is essentially a second that separates the game and the game clock. The play clock and the game clock are separated by a second, but we got hugs on the Niners' sideline right now. We got a team that looks like it knows how this one is going to end, and they might be talking about the one that got away from the Detroit Lions' for years and years and years because it felt like this one got away from the Detroit Lions and somewhere in that third quarter in about an eight-minute span where they gave up 17 points. They gave up 17 points. And what? I mean, so what do you do here? You just you take a knee, right? I mean, you just you take a knee. There's a second. There's, there's, there's the, the, This game's over. This game's over. 49ers are going to the Super Bowl on a night where it didn't look like they were getting anywhere outside of their own parking lot. Uh, This game began with all sorts of bad, ominous signs. There's no doubt about it. The faithful were pretty rattled, to say the least. Brock Purdy pumping that fist. He's going to the Super Bowl. The San Francisco 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. Welcome to a little post and Damon here on YouTube. What a year. And oh, what do you know? The very, very first super chat of the night comes on in. Should I play electric field to celebrate? Yeah, you go ahead and crank whatever you want. I'll tell you though, here's what we got. We got DraftKings saying, if Kyle and Wilkes is still retained, I'm skipping a year of 49er football. 49ers need to wave the white flag. Murph Dog, 559. Five, oh my God. Look at this. A straight up prediction from Jar Jar Banks. There will be no comeback. Earlier, we had Nick J. If the Niners come back and win, I'll be shocked. Cancun tomorrow based on the first half. No, it's Vegas a week from now, Nick J. Not Cancun. And you should be shocked. I mean, for a fan base that brands itself faithful, The amount of disturbance in the faithful force early on was prolific, to say the least. Dale coming in here, Super Bowl, let's fucking go. Purdy put this team on his back after a terrible, terrible slow start. He did. He did. I mean, what more do you want? The 49ers have won ugly two playoff games in a row when winning ugly was the one thing that they weren't going to do. Not all year long. Team frontrunner can't come from behind. Well, they came from behind. 17 points they came from behind. Dan Campbell did an awful, awful lot to get the 49ers into the win column. Maybe as much as Kyle Shanahan and, uh, and Steve Wilkes did. You know, hats off to the Lions. They played really well tonight. They were good. They moved the ball when they wanted to, how they wanted to. This was essentially a clean game by both teams, not a lot of penalties. Um, But this game turned dramatically, like I said, with Dan Campbell not kicking a field goal to make it a three-score game early in the third quarter. You have Goff then throwing an incomplete pass on third down, uh, on fourth down, pardon me. He throws an incomplete pass on fourth down. Um, Ayuk makes that incredible concentration play, an incredible concentration play for a 51-yard gain where it's bouncing off of his head, his face mask, and he still catches it. Um That was about as big of a play as you saw. By the way, the Super Chats are coming in. We want to see them and acknowledge them. Thank you very much. To Dale here. Uh, Yeah, no, Dale already said he put him on the back. Thank you. Uh, Appreciate that, Dale. Never daunted. Hello, never daunted. What more do you want from Brock Purdy? He won with his legs. Game manager, my ass. Yeah, some, some system scrambles there, wouldn't you say? A couple of really impressive system scrambles. Someone's like, what the hell we got Journey playing at halftime? Well, Don't Stop Believing was the certainly the theme of this one in the second half. Again, after Dan Campbell decides he's going for it on fourth down, he got J- Jared Goff throwing an incomplete pass on fourth down there. Uh, Dale comes in again. Come over, Black and Damon, thank me uh, for the chat, for the streams. Oh, lots of people already want me taking bottle pulls. You know, you're going to Super Bowl, you get a bottle pull. You go to the Super Bowl, you get a shot. That's how it works here on the show. I think that's fair. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not only are the Niners going to Vegas, the Palouse is going to Vegas, baby. The Plus is going. We'll be there in a couple weeks. We'll be bringing it to you. Thank you so much for bringing yourself here. Again, you could be in an awful lot of places, but you choose to be here right now, and I thank you oh so much. What a game. Again, Purdy to Ayuk for the touchdown after that incredible 51-yard gain. So that makes it a seven-point game with five minutes left to play in the third. And then Gibson Jr. forces a fumble. So the 49ers get the ball on the Lions' 24-yard line. Then you get Purdy's first big scramble Of the night, a 21-yard gain to get the Niners down to the five-yard line. Two plays later, it's CMC scoring the game-tying touchdown. A 17-point lead for the Lions vanished just like that in about eight minutes to play. And then the Lions followed up their fumble drive with a three and out. It was a dropped pass by Reynolds. Their wide receivers caught a case of the dropsies at the wrong time. The game tied at 24. Purdy escapes a dead-to-right sack. He hits juice for a near first down, where you saw the the, the, the camera right in the uh, in the down and distance marker there. Juice's tippy toes were right on. The, I mean, he he has got footwork like a wide receiver. Um, but use check makes that beautiful catch. Game tied at twenty four. Brock gets sacked on back to back plays, but that set up a go ahead field goal attempt for Moody, who you all told me was going to be the reason why you weren't going to the Super Bowl. He's one of the reasons why you are going to the Super Bowl because a 33-yard field goal gave the 49ers their first lead of the game. That was 20 unanswered points. And then the Lions are are looking at a fourth and three in field goal range where they're down three points, and Dan Campbell goes for it again. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. You're in field goal range. You're down a field goal. You're on the road. And, it, it, and he doesn't even send the field goal kicker out there. I mean, I like convictions. I really do. But insanity is something different. Detroit's second-half possessions. Turnover on downs, fumble, punt, turnover on downs. And then the touchdown... That got them to within three at the end of the game, but then the onside kick didn't go their way. And the next thing you know, third and four, 49ers got the ball at midfield. Purdy takes off for another 21-yard scramble, first down there. Brock runs the ball down to within inside the five-yard line. Eli Mitchell finished off the drive. The 49ers led by 10, and they're going to the Super Bowl. They are going to the Super Bowl. What a wild game. It took nothing short of the Niners' best efforts and some really bad decisions by Dan Campbell to get this game won, but they've done it. And really, I mean, let's talk about the pressure, the pressure of this year on this team, on this franchise. As far as everyone was concerned, the season started for the 49ers About three and a half hours ago, it started in the NFC Championship game. Unless the 49ers were in the NFC Championship game, their year was a failure. And then beyond that, once their season began in the NFC Championship game, if they didn't win that, it was a failure. They've won it. Mission accomplished. Not quite. The full mission is not accomplished, but the most important part of the mission, the part of the mission that allows you to get to the biggest part of the mission, happened. What did we say they needed to be? They needed to be a one seed this year. They had to have these home playoff games. And by the way, playing like this in the postseason, I don't know if the 49ers win these games, but for the fact that they were were, were, were home games, a second Super Bowl appearance in the last five years for Kyle Shanahan. And for the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, my goodness, the Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in the last six seasons. Senior, Lebo, Senior Lobo, how about Garner Johnson waving bye-bye? Yeah, he. there was some premature bye buying on Garner Johnson's part, didn't you think? I thought the same thing. Particles. Where's our guy, Paulie Mack? Particles. Now are they going to go out and finish the mission? Are they going to go out and finish the job? I mean, it's the Kansas City Chiefs once again. You saw that Patrick Mahomes has got just a a pocket full of kryptonite for anyone else who thinks that they are Superman. He really does. And we're going to see Chiefs Niners again here. Oh, my goodness. All you can ask for is the shot. They got a chance to take that shot. Brian coming in with a super chat saying 49ers need a warning tag for playoff games. For those out there with heart conditions, seriously, seriously. And for for those out there who might be some quick to fold up the tent, bitch ass fans, maybe this team ain't for you. Maybe football's not for you. Oh, the panic that I saw. Run through this team just when it was seven nothing lions it was a bad start it was seven nothing lions in four plays for goodness sakes it wasn't a great start but the amount of oh we lost we're gonna lose can't win this game at that point in time like there's a lot of football left there kids the chances of this win of 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 the 49ers winning this game though continued to just go down and go down and go down and they did it. They did it. Didn't look like it was going to happen. Didn't look like it was going to happen, but it did. Rock Eastwood, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you said your prayers. Oh, the Juwan Jennings one handed catch. That was unbelievable an unbelievable play and that was probably a, a play where they officially got away with one i mean officially got away with one but man the 49ers end up getting it done it was not pretty it was not a game that again you're going to continue to go back to to show your kids like what did the niners look when they looked their best they and and, and maybe that's the saving grace of all this right Maybe that's the real exciting thing and the thing that the Kansas City Chiefs need to have blipping on their radar right now. The 49ers are in the Super Bowl, and two of the worst games that they've played have been their two postseason games. Two of the worst games that they have played this year have been these postseason games to put them in the Super Bowl, and the stress is real, absolutely. Karrison, Aaron, that was Stressful. Yes, it was. The 49ers, playing poorly at times, have reached the Super Bowl. There's an awful lot for that defense to clean up. I already feel Isaiah Pacheco running all over them, and that can't happen, right? But man, just an unbelievable turn of events. 51 yards for Purdy Brock Wheels tonight. Yeah, Dale. Who would have ever thought that he would have basically almost outrushed, right? Outrushed, but, uh, um, you know, running backs in this game. Damon, you had haters after our three game win skid claim that we weren't a Super Bowl contender. Look, these journeys are long. These journeys are long and they're not for the faint of heart thank you very much to Andrew says can't believe they fought their way back off to the shower bowl love your coverage well thank you very much it's so much fun bringing you this coverage again doing some post game shows was the happiest I ever was back in my old radio career to do it again with you is just it's it's a real treat please hit like and subscribe if you would please it would mean an awful lot and thanks so much to Dr. Paul Hughes for sponsoring this bad boy let me tell you how you contact Dr. Paul if you got creaky aching knee his offices are in San Mateo and you probably don't need that orthopedic surgery that hip replacement that knee replacement as much as you need cellular therapy replacement I got I got Kobe knees and my knees feel great now everything you need to know about Dr Paul Hughes is on that bottom crawl right there including how you contact him go to orthopedic surgeries if you'd like to avoid an orthopedic surgery i'm going to leave his info up on the crawl there for you for a little while but andrew thank you very much san bruno mike says uh the rematch with patrick mahomes we're back san bruno yeah back in the super bowl indeed draft kings again water under the bridge draft kings damon let's go get beers in north beach I tell you what, I have to sit here for a little while and talk to everyone tonight. Then we got an early wake-up with yours truly and Larry Kruger. I'm actually, I believe, going to be on with Gianna at like 6.45 in the morning on KPIX. So there is tomorrow's going to be a big, busy day. And the fact that the 49ers are in the Super Bowl, look, that's good news for the Ploose, no doubt about it. Um, This is good news for Niners fans who, look, I mean, by the way, Heart attack on a plate from the uh, Golden State Warriors against the Lakers last night. Yet had a double overtime duel between Steph and LeBron. The heart attack continued into this football game today. It's been a stressful, a very stressful couple of days for Bay Area fans. But when it's all said and done, you're in the Super Bowl. You are in the Super Bowl. Amazing amazing hey you know what hopefully you can you you can take this system and win a super bowl with it system super bowl where is it it's coming up you, you know what sometimes you got to go ahead and make it make it happen yourself joshua dyer his brother switched tv locations at the halftime and it worked game ball game ball to joshua dyer's brother for moving location uh very generous thank you very much wit wit says this team is made for something special thanks for doing what you do damon we going to vegas it's a pleasure to do what i do i am literally unqualified to do anything else i gotta do what i do um thank you for watching thank you for after so many years on the radio following me over here it's just phenomenal to have you. It really is. Jennifer, Jennifer says, I can't say how grateful I am for this season, the team and the community. Go Niners. Well, Jennifer, thank you very much. This is an incredible little community we got right here. Niners fans at large have been, you know, at full froth all year long for better and for worse at times, but this is fun. You know, you don't get seasons like this plopped into your lap over and over again. And the frustrating thing for Niners fans is this season has been plopped into their lap over and over again. And it's stalled in the NFC title game way too many times. And that's the way it felt like this game was going to go down, that it was going to stall once again in the NFC title game. And then roaring back, roaring back with a 27-point second half. For the team that, remember, early on in the year was routinely scoring in the 30s. Well, 34-31 final for the 49ers here tonight. Uh, Christopher, Christopher says, Big run Brock? 17 for the deficit that they just erased. Oh, thank you very much. By the way, if you are a member of Ike's Rewards, Ike, a sponsor of, post, of, of, of uh, the Damon Bruce show Monday through Friday, uh, you picked up 34 membership rewards points. If you are a member uh, of Ike's Rewards app and uh, eating your way towards free sandwiches, get a Damon Bruce. I suggest you do. They are tasty. So we're going to get ourselves a Super Bowl rematch. My goodness. My goodness, Christopher, again, thank you, very, very much. Straight-up particles. Uh, uh, Castro. Oak, Castino Oakland. Uh, Straight-up particles on that IU play. It turned it all around. That was a monster play. I mean, that play is a play that needs its own, like nickname. The face mask catch, the concentration catch. The 51 yard, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, somebody more clever than I am is going to have to come up with something to name that bad boy, but wow. McFly JP says, Purdy haters should just shut the fuck up. Well, you know, you're right about that. They should, but they won't. They won't. I'm going to tell you right now, if he loses the Super Bowl, we told you Brock Purdy couldn't win in the big game. We told you Brock Purdy couldn't get it done if they win the Super Bowl. Let's see him do it again before we put him in the same conversation with the other quarterbacks that have been preordained by a biased media as good enough to talk about as good quarterbacks while everyone else has to wait their turn. Brock Purdy has forced himself into a conversation that few people want to have. And he's earned it. He's absolutely earned the right to be in this conversation. By the way, we want to welcome our member, Michael Chan, who's been here for one month. It's his one-month anniversary that means he gets a very nice turquoise blue star next to his name as a member of the initiated. Can you even imagine what videos Sports Bane might be sending from Las Vegas? Oh, my goodness. Makes you want, think, maybe I should become a member of this channel to help support what Damon's doing and pay for that trip to Vegas after all. Again, if you want to support with a super chat, with a membership, boy, that means an awful lot. And thank you so much. Just a like or hitting subscribe does the same. So thank you very much for doing that. Thank you for being here tonight. And uh, go ahead, hit like and subscribe. You know what to do here. You've probably been on YouTube longer than I have. Anyway, uh, Rocco says, Damon, what about the play where Purdy dodged a sack and then hit the absolute dime to juice on that sideline? It was a huge one. Tippy toes, twinkle toes. How many fullbacks got twinkle toes on the sidelines? That was something else right there. Absolutely it was. This is from Fred. Fred, you get into something that I want to talk about right here and right now. Never take away points. Fred, you're right. You never, ever take points away. Um, Now, it's not like the field goals got converted and he took the points off. You still got to make those field goals. But, you know, I, I think that there's a time to be overly aggressive and then there's a time to be a touch conservative when it comes to how you play that scoreboard. And... Getting conservative to the point where me being conservative means that I have a three score lead on the road, second half of a championship game. Like, that's a level of conservative that I would have been had I been Dan Campbell. This is not a night where you're looking to change a culture. This is not a night where you're trying to teach a losing franchise how to win. This is not a night where being overly aggressive is the tone that we're setting that will carry through the entire year. That's not what tonight was for the Lions. Dan Campbell got confused as to where he was in the season. Tonight was just win the ball game in front of you. That's culture change enough. And I thought that Dan Campbell, who I really, really like, I mean, one of our favorite sound bites of all time. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes, I will beat your ass. I love Dan Campbell. It makes me sick that he lost the way he did because after such a fine year, Dan Campbell very much invited this defeat into the Lions' Den tonight with two fourth down decisions, which, again, the mathematics analytics crowd is going to come out and try to defend vehemently. I don't think you should die on that hill defending those choices. I don't. I don't. Gardner Johnson getting stiff-armed by CMC is poster-worthy, Christopher Johnson. Wasn't that a beautiful play? Wasn't that a great play? And I'll tell you, if you would have told me that in this game, the 49ers are without a doubt going to win this game With Christian McCaffrey, again, you know, again, it's so funny. I'm thinking Christian McCaffrey kind of had a ho-hum game. Wasn't a great Christian McCaffrey night. It was still a 90-yard, 20-carry, two-touchdown night for Christian McCaffrey with four catches from 42 more yards. He's spectacular. Christian McCaffrey scoring touchdowns and picking up first downs. This is taken for granted as Steph Curry hitting threes around these parts. You know, I didn't think he had a very, very good night. And I look at the box score, and oh, what do you know? He did. David Montgomery, by the way, had a very good night. 93 rushing yards on 15 carries. Um, It was chunk plays. 29 carries, 182 yards for the Lions on the ground. There is an awful lot of improving this run defense that this team needs to improve before it gets to the Super Bowl. And again, I... You know, everyone was ripping Steve Wilks. Steve Wilks is just, it's his fault. I mean, was the game plan bad or were guys just missing tackles? Were guys getting blown off the line? I'm going to tell you the Detroit Lions offensive line deserves an awful lot of credit for making the 49ers look bad. An awful lot of credit. I mean, give some credit to the Niners or excuse me, to the Lions because they were blowing the Niners off the line of scrimmage. For most of the night, they were still doing it in the second half at times. But when it's all said and done, just another ha-ha-ha laugher. Oh, my goodness. Nearly a 1,000 people in the room. It's great to have you. Thank you very much for stopping on by. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor. Damon Bruce is on YouTube now. After nearly 20 years of being on the air, a About a dozen as the official 49er pre- and post-game host. I'm over here now, and it's never been more fun. I've never had the opportunity to take post-game victory shots with my audience before, and we're doing it again. I mean, why not? We're going to Vegas, baby. And I don't mean we, as in I'm on the team we. I mean, the plus is going to Vegas, baby. And by the way, those are fun things to say. Vegas, baby. Guess who's going to be joining me this week? Baird. Nick Wright can suck it. Well, we'll invite him to do that with me later this week. He will be joining me. Don't know when yet, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And he'll be, look, he's going to double down, triple down. I mean, there's no point for him to change his tune now. Brock Purdy can't play. We'll see. We'll see you in the Super Bowl. And Jillian, my beautiful wife, happy birthday, honey. Today is Jillian's birthday. Happy birthday, honey. Your team's gone in the Super Bowl. Thank you, AJ Cruz, dropping a 20 spot for Jillian's birthday. We went to the Halfway Club, new bar on Geneva, my, my friend's own. Had a great time last night. By the way, that will be the location of Plusmania 3, the revenge. That is going to happen at the Halfway Club. Going to come up late February, early March. I think we're going to have a, a NCAA tournament Thursday. Everybody skip work and come get drunk party there. I mean, when you got a bar who's owned by a Hoosier, supported by a Hoosier, the Hoosiers might not even be in the NCAA tournament, but will be halfway club, baby. And thanks to Dr. Paul Hughes and thanks to Ike's and thanks to all my sponsors and get an Uncle Boy's cheeseburger this week too, baby. Damon, you and Kruger are going to have to convince 49er fans that they can beat the Chiefs. Look, I'm, I'm not going to spend any time convincing you that thing is going to be able to happen because I'm going to have to see it with my own two eyes before I believe it. But I'm telling you, when the Niners are on, they're good. And when the Chiefs are not on, they're beatable. So let's see who shows up to Vegas ready to play. I will say this, that, that, that defense that the Kansas City Chiefs got was a big boy defense this afternoon. Fred Zanny Curtis, love from Brazil. Oi, tutu bang. Thank you so much. 699 in here. Tom G, I don't even know where the 699 is, but it's good to have you. Can't wait to hear what the media will have to say about Lamar. Look, Lamar had a couple where he got strip sacked. He had the turnover in the end zone. If Brock Purdy had done those things, the Nines would be out. I'm going to tell you right now, Lamar was one of the only reasons why the Ravens were in that game. He was very good. The team wasn't nearly as good around him as he was for them. Eric. Eric Walls. Wallace says, I'm shocked. Even as a Seahawks fan, this is wild. That was wild. That was a wild game. Oh, my wife is so happy. Thank you, Plucers. Best birthday present ever. A Super Bowl. Yeah, honey. Happy birthday, baby. You get to take care of the kids while I go to Las Vegas. I'll tip the strippers generously for you, my darling. <laughs> greg deal greg i've known you for years glad to hear your voice your take on the niners the rest of the sports world you're still the most honest guy out there well i thank you very very much how about this bebop 88 i'm a man of my word i never had a doubt coming in with a c note thank you very much bebop wow thank you matt Look at this. I moved to the Bay Area from the UK 10 years ago. Your radio show educated me on U.S. sports. Thanks and good luck. Go Niners. Maddie Smith. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm so glad that you found me on the radio. You've been raised by someone who cared deeply about the sports fans he was bringing up, not just a dipshit pundit looking to get as much attention as possible by saying things that are stupid like, you know, there are eight quarterbacks remaining. Uh, There are seven really good ones. And then there's Brock Purdy. Hey, how about this? There are two quarterbacks remaining and one of them's Brock. Go fuck yourselves. How about that? You like that? The guy you said wasn't good enough to do it just went out and did it. And he did it kind of against all odds. How about that? Does that matter? Does, does do any of the data points that Brock Purdy has put up matter now? Damon, I'm not as old as you. Uh, I'm not as old as you, but in recent memory, this might have been the second greatest comeback in NFL postseason history behind the Patriots coming back 28-3. to No, I mean, it's still, you know, it's not the Buffalo Bills coming back from all that way down on the, uh, on the Houston Oilers. But look, if you're a Niner fan, congratulations. That's the greatest playoff game you probably ever lived through from a comeback standpoint. But it's not even the first time they've come back from 17 points down. Colin Kaepernick did that in Atlanta. Colin Kaepernick came back from 17 points down in Atlanta. So, you know, the, 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 Niners put themselves in a situation. You don't want to find yourself in, I guess Ryan Clark is going to be forced to talk about Brock Purdy again. Oh. Ha <laughs> R. Lee. That's, yeah. Oh, my God. How, Ryan Clark's going to have to do the, remember how I told you that I got forced to tell you this guy was good, and now I can be truthful and tell you that he's not so good? Well, apparently, Ryan Clark has to now come on and admit, I really don't know what it is I'm looking at. Even though I played in the league, I am completely baffled by this guy, who he is, what he does, how he does it, and I don't get it at all. And I should probably watch more than just the highlights before reaching conclusions. Drew coming in. Brock is elite. Look, I don't even know. Here's the thing. I don't know if he's elite, but he's in the Super Bowl. And then if he wins that, making the argument that he's not good at it becomes a lot harder, right? He got into the game. He made Mahomes, especially plays, keys, scrambles. The pass to Jennings and Juice were difference-making plays. There's no doubt. And look, we have this narrative out there that Brock Purdy, you know, will make the mistake that a guy like Patrick Mahomes would never make or a guy like Josh Allen would never make or, you know, uh, other quarterbacks are infallible. Purdy is fallible. Therefore, he is a less than quarterback. Let me tell you, the guy who beat him out for the MVP and probably still wins the MVP, can go pick that up in Vegas. Brock is going to be there for an entirely different reason. He ain't into MVPs. He's into this chick named Lombardi. Let's see if he can land her. Have you seen how shiny that Lombardi chick is? Ooh, she's hot. Brian, thank you very, very much for the super chat. Thanks to all of you for being in here. Again, like it, subscribe to it, support my sponsor. My goodness, if your knees are barking, if somebody has told you you need absolute replacement surgery, go talk to Dr. Paul Hughes first. Go to orthopedicsurgeries.com to avoid an orthopedic surgery and use the code word HUNTER for 50% off, off your procedure. But go get a consultation. His offices are in San Mateo info at orthopedicsurgeries.com to get that email chain going. Mike Frost coming in here. Mike Frost. Purdy can now tell Nick Wright to suck it. You know, here's one thing that I can guarantee you. Uh, Brock Purdy isn't affected by what Nick Wright says at all. And that's part of the reason why I think Niners fans love this guy, because he's got this position of quarterback down naturally. He looks like he's just a natural quarterback. Like they used to say in The Wire, like, man, he's natural police. This is a natural quarterback. This is a guy who gets it on the field, on the practice field, in his personal life, in, at the podium, dealing with the media, dealing with good questions, with dumb questions, dealing with all the things that so much, I mean, look, fame and attention can be suffocating and you can drown in it. This guy just swims right through it, doesn't even break stroke. Diego, Lions players were waving goodbye to the crowd before the half. They had to eat their words. Purdy and the Niners cooked them. Long live that Niner empire. Yeah, if you're uh, Gardner Johnson, you, you get out of here. with the. Uh, if, if I were you, I wouldn't be putting anything on Instagram is Greg Papa allowed in the building? Oh, I can't I'm I got a Greg Papa segment that we'll get to this week that's the Greg Papa revenge game. Can you imagine? Greg Papa does, you know, spends his entire life with the Raiders. He's basically more of a son to, to Al Davis than Mark Davis even was at times. And when Mark Davis fired Greg Papa, it it, it th- that was that was a moment that got personal. The 49ers have a chance for the biggest win in the history of Allegiant Stadium, which just would be, Mm -hmm. and the fact that Greg Papa will be on the microphone for that and basically probably be sitting directly above Mark on the 50-yard line Mm -hmm. if that happens. Again, I don't want to give this segment away. We'll get it there. Toby Michaels saying Nick Wright looks and sounds like a discarded Muppet. Look, when I get Nick on, we will ask him what the end game to this hair thing is. I mean, I started, I started growing my hair out during the pandemic and then I just finally said, all right, enough is enough. I feel like he kind of got caught in the same thing. Like you start growing it out and then you realize like, man, I got some serious cabbage going on here. I don't know exactly how I want to handle this. I don't think I want to pull the ripcord on it yet. Interesting choices. We will discuss a lot of the interesting choices Nick has made on television regarding his hair and regarding, you know, Brock Purdy. Maybe we'll bring that up too. John says, became a Niners fan last year. Oh, well, here's the thing. Welcome. Uh, Glad I found your channel. Great content, Damon. Go Niners. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Glad you found me too. Again, this team had a mandate. Reach the Super Bowl. Anything other than that is a failure. Not that there's any time to break your arm off, patting yourself on the back, but I really do hope that Kyle Shanahan is able to enjoy this for just a minute. Just a minute. I mean, you got the Kansas City Chiefs waiting for you, for goodness sakes, but Kyle deserves to enjoy this one. This one almost didn't happen. It almost didn't go down this way, and he he deserves to enjoy this one. Everything that that guy's been through, everything that this team has been through, all the, the doubters, the haters, whatever you want to call them, they really don't matter. A football season is a grind. It's a meat grinder. This team survived the meat grinder. To be playing this deep into a year, three years in a row, whew, Master Sith 40 says San Francisco born. Love to all the Niners fans in the world. Well, thank you very, very much for the super chat. And yeah, Niners fans, you gotta be kumbayan right now, no doubt about it. CMC for MVP. Wouldn't bother me. Wouldn't bother me. Another thing that doesn't bother me is the more than a 1,000 people that we have in a room right now. Thank you very much for being here. Like and subscribe, bad boys, bad girls. Like and subscribe. Hit that notify button, too. Uh, Check out the—there's going to be an awful lot of content coming this week and up into kickoff of the Super Bowl. And then, boy, I hope you plan on joining me right back here at the two-minute warning of the Super Bowl. Let me tell you, if you're ever going to go ahead and launch a YouTube channel, you know it's a real nice way to get that channel off the ground? Make sure the team that you cover goes to the Super Bowl. That's good for business. That's pretty good for business. Thank you very much for allowing me to turn this into my business. And there's no doubt, as DeMonte says right here, DeMontre 10, Brock Purdy will be a legend Dude, he gets a Disney movie if he finishes this year with the Lombardi Trophy. One of the things that I just, I don't understand, and I really, I don't understand it, is why? Why? Even if you don't believe Brock Purdy is going to be a great player or is a great player, why can't you just appreciate this incredible story? It's like we've been trained to be so miserable and so nasty to each other. All we want to do is rob any one of their enthusiasms. And I don't know why. I don't know why that's a good thing or a fun thing to do in sports. Hey, you really like something. Well, you're wrong. You shouldn't. Screw you. It's weird. So, yeah. Mike, between you and me, it's called the Spearmint Rhino. Um, facing adversity coming out on top one of the best feelings in the world go Niners been around since 88 Niner Knicks thank you very very much Linda Castillo saying Super Bowl baby one more one more, Linda, and it goes down in history forever. There's no doubt about that. My man Albert says, all right, logging off. Thank you, Damon. I'll see you this week. Have some 11 a.m. call tomorrow, so maybe a little club plus. Yeah, stop on by. Again, I am live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. West Coast time. Hopefully you plan on joining. The content will be legit all week long, but it begins again, 8 a.m. Monday morning. Yours truly, Larry Kruger with Wake Up. And again, I'm good at postgame. You give me a night to sleep on things, that's when it gets real good. Looking forward to having you back here, so many of you, for the fastest-growing morning show, really, in the entire Bay Area, therefore, the world. Look at that. A double-digit comeback tonight for the 49ers. 34-31. They beat the Detroit Lions and are going to the Super Bowl on a night where it didn't look like they were even going to make it to Reno. They're going to Las Vegas. They're going to the Super Bowl. Something else. Oh, the trolls, writes JP from the 510. Oh, the trolls come out wherever you are. Go Niners. And what do we got here? A little love for uh, Colin Cowherd clutching his pillow tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's an awful lot of people who are going to basically have to do shows on Monday where the theme of the show is I've got it all wrong. Everything that I told you was wrong. I was wrong. Let's see how that goes. Oh, by the way, just checking in on a friend. um, How are those training camp interceptions going? Those training camp interceptions? How are those training camp interceptions from Brock Purdy going right now? Is it still Trey Lance's team? Trey, Trey Lance should be the guy. It's going to happen. I mean, God, that happened. That did happen. I remember it all. I remember it all. Dragon Go Bamut. Brock haters took the fattest L today. Hey, I like putting a big fat L in the sky, but not like that. Yeah, that, uh, uh, no, I think you meant something else. Wes, we're back. <laughs> Thank you, Wes. Wes, you are back. We're back in the Super Bowl. Like and subscribe, my friends. Guess who's not in the Super Bowl? The Cowboys, the Eagles, the Packers. The Lions, we don't hate on the Lions. Again, the Lions were a great story, a truly great story all year long. Had they had been playing anybody else but the 49ers, I would have been rooting for them. You know what? It was really good to see Nick Bosa get back into the game, right? Nick Bosa, a couple of sacks of Jared Goff tonight. That was good. Glad to have seen that. Getting to Patrick Mahomes is a hard thing to do in the postseason. And the 49ers are going to need to get to Patrick Mahomes in the postseason. Uh, What's that game called? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the Super Bowl. They're going to have to get there and they're going to have to play better against Pacheco, to say the least. The run defense did not appoint itself well. Eric Armstead, dude, Javon Kinlaw was getting, or uh, 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 Javon Hargrave was just getting blown off off the line all night long, up the middle, around the side. It was ugly. It was ugly. There's a lot to clean up, Steve Wilkes. All boxes checked. Oh, he can run, too, Anthony. How about that, right? I'm telling you, he's got that. Short speed, he's got short yardage quickness about him. He's got fast feet when he needs them. You know, he's like Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. Those feet start spinning and he gets himself out of trouble. There was one time where I thought he was just dead to rights and that's when he found use check for the twinkle toes on the sideline catch from use check. The super chat in singles yeah bring some singles to Vegas. Thank you very much Chad or, uh, uh, Chuck, I appreciate it. Jason. Bang bang. Bang bang Jason and thank you very much. What else we got going on? Oh Dale coming in tonight. Dale, I don't care if you got one check and three toes. I don't get field goals. doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. Yeah, not kicking field goals. And you know what? Dan Campbell, he got a hold of him. Come on, Dees. Dees nuts. Damon and I will do Vegas. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Unbelievable. Oh, Ryan Clark's already backpedaling on Twitter. Oh, good. Played in the secondary, you should have a good backpedal, right? How many times does Nick Wright eat crow before he admits that Purdy is elite? Again, here's the thing. I, you know, elite. I don't. I don't know. What? What? What is elite? To be elite, don't you need more than just like two years in the league? I mean, I, it's. It's. I'm still not ready to declare Brock Purdy the single greatest quarterback of all time, but he's really good when it comes to the start of his career. How you can detect more flies than honey to the start of his career is beyond me. Absolutely beyond me. What is he? 21 and five as an NFL starting quarterback now, playoffs, regular season, all included. 21 and five back to back years in the NFC championship game. And the very first time he's ever been healthy enough to finish an NFC championship game, the team goes to the Super Bowl. It's year number two. He was the last pick in the draft. These are all good things. Why people insist, nah, because he was the last pick in the draft, we can't even acknowledge that there might be something good in there. It is ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Robert says, who've been watching these years of up and down from York ownership? Water cooler gate. Look, all I can tell you is that Jed York got off to a rough start as an owner there. And the minute he's hired Kyle Shanahan has seemed to have gotten it right. I think Jed York has learned an awful lot by his time in the spotlight, seeing what has and hasn't worked. And he understands that there are basically just three things to be. Be winning, be cutting those checks, and be quiet. And if you do that, you will be beloved. Hey, Baltimore, Purdy's in the Super Bowl. You're not. Who's exposed now? That was an incredible lay down and die Ravens game today. It's amazing that the Ravens lost a home playoff game only scoring 10 points at home. That is something else. Purdy's the reincarnation of Joe Cool Montana. Well, when it comes to demeanor, when it comes to putting your success and your failure behind you on the field and just going to the next play, you're on to something. He just stays in the moment. He's very zen. He really is. He's a very zen young man. Oh, look at this. We got my buddy, Justin, Corey and Justin, by the way, Justin, they, uh, they're celebrating a 50th birthday soon. Can't join him in BAMP for a big, big, big ski trip, but, uh, oh, another pull from the bottle, leave it to a kid I grew up across the street from (laughs) trying to get me drunk. Okay. If you insist, how about this? We'll do. We'll do uh, requested bottle pulls, starting at Super Chats, coming in at 50 or, or higher. That could be a drunk host. No, actually, I can't do that. i get, I got to get up early tomorrow. i got a big Monday tomorrow. All the days between now and the end of this football season, they're big days. we got to be on our toes. No days off. Keep rocking, Damon. Go Niners. Kikoa Ace, thank you very, very much. Appreciate that. John, again, what do we call that IU catch? The the, the bobble, the bounce, the face mask grab? I don't know. But it was a monster. A monster catch. I'll tell you, you know, the start of this game, again, it couldn't have gone any worse. It really couldn't have gone any worse. The start of this game, when the first quarter was over, the Lions were up 14-0. Purdy had had two passes tipped at the line of scrimmage. Detroit had completely established dominance on the line of scrimmage in both directions. Jake Moody had missed a field goal. The Lions had gained 137 yards of offense and were rushing for 10.8 yards per play. And then at the end of the half, it wasn't really any better. At the end of the half, it was twenty-four-seven Lions who had outgained the Niners two hundred and eighty yards to three hundred, or excuse me, to one hundred and thirty-one yards. Detroit's rushing for seven yards a carry in the first half, and then everything turned in the Niners' direction. Really, I, I, in in one moment, he did it again. Dan Campbell chose to not take the field goal when he was down three and on the road in the NFC championship game. He did that twice in the second half, but one was so late in the game. You figured just come on, man. What do you really? When Dan Campbell decided not to kick that field goal to make it a three score game early in the third quarter, that's where the game changed. You had Jared Goff throwing incomplete on fourth down. Then you had Brandon Ayuk making that incredible concentration catch, the 51-yard gain. It's Purdy to Ayuk for a touchdown to make it a seven-point game with five minutes to play in the third. Very next drive for the Detroit Lions, Gibson Jr. causes that fumble. So the 49ers get the ball back on the Lions' 24-yard line. Then Purdy makes his first great scramble of the second half. There were two of them, but his first one goes 21 yards, gets the 49ers inside the five-yard line, and then it's Christian McCaffrey scoring the game-tying touchdown, and the 17-point lead that the Lions were enjoying evaporated in about eight minutes. It's one of the all-time you were in charge of a game. I mean, in, in charge of a game, not fluky, not because you got fluky good, but you're in charge of the game because you're winning it physically. You're physically winning this football game. You are imposing your will on your opponent and to give it all back in the way that the Lions did, this that's a really interesting young up-and-coming team that is going to haunt, haunt this team, the Lions, for a very, very long time. I mean, the the Lions aren't in the NFC Championship game very often, and based on the way everyone's got to feel walking off the field tonight, I don't know how much faster Lions fans necessarily want to get back to this game. That's pain. Lions fans, they got some serious sports pain going on tonight and some serious euphoria for you Niners fans. Football gods were with us. One more. Brandon Lucas, good luck to you. You're going to need those gods, and thank you very much. That $10 goes right into the J.J. Raider ganja jar. Ganja jar might be converted to singles just because of the Super Bowl's location being in Las Vegas. And, of course, we want to tip our servers very, very well. Speaking of J.J. Raider and the ganja jar, there's, they're never going to admit they were wrong. They'll just move the goalposts and say that Purdy has showed them something that they hadn't seen before. You are right about that. Oh, there's no doubt. Well, I had to see it before I believed it. He had to show me in a big game that he could play like this, just forgetting the fact that he already has won two playoff games before this year even started. But we're just going to disregard that because it's old memories and distant memories, and um, no one can think more than five minutes ago. So even though this guy has got his postseason bona fides upon him already, They needed to see it again, and now they're going to need to see it again. They're going to need to see it in the Super Bowl. And Should the 49ers win that, then they're going to have to repeat after that before people to really believe that maybe, you know, the way I feel about it. You know, he's convinced the entire world of football, every team he's beaten, the coaches, and won a Super Bowl, but he still hasn't convinced me. Like, there's someone who's going to say that. And look, to be totally honest, you are right about this. The Lions blew it. This wasn't the greatest afternoon, the evening of 49ers football. It wasn't. The Lions helped the Niners win this game. Dan Campbell, buddy. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes, I will beat your ass. You helped the 49ers win this game with a couple of just decisions, which, again, I don't care what the analytics say. I don't care what the actuarial tables say. I don't care what the accountants say. Football says you take those field goals right there. Again, Jason, you're on it. Winning in the Raiders stadium. Imagine that. Oh. Obey Banksy. Oh, my God, Damon, someone pinched me because I must be dreaming. 35-plus year fan. I find, your, uh, I find this year seems awfully magic to me. Does feel like there's a little magic in the air, does there not? Certainly was a little magic in the air of that game. They needed magic. They couldn't just win that one old cut and dry. They needed some magic there. Why can't other people see Purdy's talent? Maybe a Super Bowl win will shut them up. Regardless, I'll take Lombardi over an MVP any day. Thank you very much, Mark, for the super chat. And look, I think what you have are people who are lying out loud for attention. I really do. I, 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 that's what I really think is happening the Niners are such a massive global brand if you can't cover them to the positive there's a cottage industry in shitting on them unto itself we've seen people locally, nationally increase their own exposure and their follows and their audiences by just being unreasonably critical of the 49ers because it sells It sells. Extreme positions sell more than reasonable analysis, which is what kind of made me worried about coming over here to YouTube. I'm not an extreme position guy. I like to drift into that lane of reasonable analysis, and I am so happy that so many of you are with me here. And thank you for being here. Hit like and subscribe if you'd like to support some, what, reasonable sports coverage. Please hit like and subscribe. Because I would honestly believe that the reasonable adult sports fan who is not attending his first rodeo or not attending her first major sporting event and not shitting their pants at the first sign of adversity, I believe that is the most underserved fan base in America. The adult, not the slap dick screamer. I can't stand that person. I mean, they're good for business in some ways, and, you know, like Pete Franklin used to say, scream at every fifth caller, it's good for business, and, I mean, it just feels like people are volunteering to be screamed at, though, with some just ridiculous, ridiculous positions that become indefensible, but, you know, just because you're getting dunked on doesn't mean you're going to stop talking your trash, and that's the world that we live in now, you know, there's people who really believe, like, no matter what, just keep talking shit. Again, Philip Wilson, fire Moody and Ambry. You're in the fucking Super Bowl, you dickhead. What are you doing? What are you, what, are you, what are you talking about? There's no firing anybody. There's no changing a defensive back or a kicker now. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, what do you, dude, dude, seriously, the fuck is wrong with you, man? Oh, my God. If you can't come out and support your team without questions, without further analysis from the fucking peanut gallery at this point in time of the year, I hope your power goes out at halftime of the Super Bowl and you can't even watch the second half. You don't deserve it. Seriously, you don't even deserve it. discussions of Trey Lance. We're not even doing that. <laughs> Leslie says Frank Gore sounding the foghorn. That was the good luck charm. I didn't even know Frank Gore was responsible for that. Of course Frank Gore is involved in this win. I'm sorry. Miss Field Goal and Ambry whatever, they will bite us in the ass. Have they bitten you in the ass to the point where you haven't reached the Super Bowl? Did you not see this kicker make two field goals in a game where you won by three? He had a statistically very fine rookie year. And Ambry Thomas is part of the reason you got the one seed. He has not played, he didn't play well against Green Bay. I didn't think he had a bad game tonight. He was a huge part of this defensive back's turnaround in the second half of this season. Bebop 1988. Can we get a Damon versus Grant debate with Larry moderating before the Super Bowl? What's to debate? What's to debate? Hi. I know what I'm talking about. The other guy doesn't. I close my case. I rest my case. What well, there's nothing to debate. You know? You either know what you're looking at as you're covering the team that's right in front of you, or you claim to cover a team that's right in front of you, yet everything that you've gotten wrong is everything. Like your presumptions of who can play and who can't play were wrong across the board to a man. It's proven. We got the receipts. It's all there on tape for us to see. J. Mill says something that I'm thinking too. Like I got a good feeling about this Super Bowl. We're due for a complete game instead of one of these bizarro wins. Isn't that something? Two of the worst games that they have played all year long have been in the postseason. The Niners have gotten in the postseason and have played poorer than they have in the regular season. So they're due. Right? I mean, does that work at all? Do you you get due for a good game? If they're due for a good game, I certainly hope it comes to them because they're going to need a good game to beat a team like the Chiefs with as much experience on the big stage that they have and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Jason Kelsey, who was incredible today, or excuse me, Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, No longer playing in the postseason. To get freaking Taylor Swift on their side. Again, get Huey Lewis in the news and Journey and the remaining living members of the Grateful Dead and Metallica. Get them all to Las Vegas quickly. Tom, I think you might have got this. Looking to name the Brandon Ayuk catch the Immaculate Deflection. Tom, I think you got it. I think you got it, Tom. I really do. That's good. That's really good. Brandon Ayuk, the immaculate deflection that goes for 51 yards. Huge. Anybody got any tape of that halftime speech that Shanahan gave? By the way, we want to welcome a gentleman named Terrence Sullivan. Terrence Sullivan has just become a member of the initiated. Thank you very much, Terrence. Thank you for supporting what I'm doing here. It means an awful lot. Thank you. Again, we're watching a level of journalism. Not that I'm a journalist, but just even the uh, sports opinion shows that you watch or you listen to on radio, they're not good. And I know it. And there is a very smart underserved fan out there that I'm looking for, and I hope they find me too. Immaculate deflection. Seems to be everyone is is voting on this. Yeah. I like it. The in-yo face reception. SM. By the way, SM, I'm glad you're feeling well. We're thinking of you, man. SM suffered a stroke. He's a my, my brother in El Stroco Loco. Boy, I hope you feel better. To the guy who called in on Friday, JJ, watch this game with his father in hospice. I'm glad that they won tonight for your father. Again, moments in time like this, they mean an awful lot to people, to their families, to the people that, you know, they might be losing soon. To the new kids in the family who are going through this all for the first time. This is generational stuff that we get with our sports passions. And that's why it's special. And thank you so much for being me with me here tonight. Like and subscribe, baby. That's all I ask. And look, Niners, Niners, good Niners, 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 Niners. No doubt about it. But absolutely, Joe, much respect to the Detroit Lions. If the Lions—how and about this? If we just lined it up right now, let's go another four quarters. Let's play four more quarters of football. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Lions come out on top. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If this game's played two out of three times, the Lions could have won this game two out of three times, if not all three times. The 49ers— Let's not forget, as everybody's like excited to be going to Vegas here, the 49ers got their asses whipped at the line of scrimmage. Whipped. Nick Bosa broke through for a couple of sacks, and that's about it. 49ers got their asses handed to them in many manly physical ways in this game. Don't try to do that against Kansas City, because you will lose. You will lose. That ain't, that ain't Jared Goff. That's Patrick Mahomes. Jose Jacobo says, it's our time, Damon, whichever way it needs to roll. I hope you're right. Again, again, I don't care how they do it. They can win three ugly games in a row. You do that, they'll call you champions forever. We are far, 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 far past the opinion portion of this football season. Nobody's opinion matters anymore. Nobody's clever barb or slick argument to prove who isn't good at whatever the, you know, the, the the segment tells me to prove to you he's not good at. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is: did you win? Did you win by throwing for the amount of yards that make everybody say you're a good quarterback? Or did you throw for almost no yards, but you still won the game, and that's all that matters? That's all that matters. The swimsuit portion of this beauty contest is over. Never Daunted says... Let's be honest. If Purdy does exactly what he needs to do in his Super Bowl MVP, they will say that he was a better version of Trent Dilfer. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? You know what? I, I'm looking forward to the Brock Purdy isn't as good pa- as Patrick Mahomes segment as he's picking up the Super Bowl trophy. I'm good with it. I don't care anymore. I, j- I don't care anymore what these people think about things when they're clearly not even watching. Again, tell me more about the book you didn't read, about the movie you haven't seen yet. Danny Golding says, I ordered a Hollywood sandwich from Ike's on the app. It came right at halftime. I tweeted saying, hopefully it is a good omen. Sure enough, it was. I love it. The power of the Ike sandwich. And by the way, if you are a member of Ike's Rewards, you got 34 Rewards, bonus points tonight. Niners are scoring, getting people free sandwiches. Damon and Ike do Vegas 24. Kruger's going to be out there. Oh, we're going to have a great time. Laura, are you and Jillian going to Vegas? Laura, a great friend of mine once told me, never Bring your wife to Las Vegas. It's great advice. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Jillian's not coming this time. We're going to be going in April uh, ourselves. But no, we got kids. She's got to pick up kids. And this is, you know, look, I, there's going to be an awful lot of fun to share with you. And we will be bringing you into a lot of spaces that otherwise, you know, you wouldn't be in. And we're looking forward to that. But this is a very much a work trip. This is this is a work trip. And there's going to be a lot of work done And I can't wait to do it. Can't wait to do it for you. Oh, my God, Kim. Can I breathe yet? Yes. Kim, take a breath. I'll take a breath, too. (sighs) While I'm taking a breath... Let me thank Dr. Paul Hughes, who is the sponsor of Postgame and Damon, and I want to get up my crawl of information so you can see how you can get in touch with Dr. Paul Hughes about his cellular plasma PRP replacement therapy. Uh, I got Kobe Bryant knees. Uh, unbelievable procedure done that has totally avoided the fact that I got like bone on bone pain straight up. Qualified for knee replacement surgery. I don't need it now because I saw Dr. Paul Hughes. I want you to see Dr. Paul Hughes. Tell you, tell him that it was me that sent you to him. His offices are in San Mateo. How you contact him is on that lower third crawl right now. Go to info at orthopedic surgeries.com. If you'd like to avoid an orthopedic surgery, use promo code HUNTER. And you can get fifty percent off your procedure. He's doing that for the Plucers. By the way, this man used to advertise on KNBR. He's now advertising with me, and he's saying that the advertising that he's doing with me has gone a lot further than the advertising he's done with KNBR. We've sent more replacement. Uh, we've sent more knees for him to do his cell replacement surgery on than the flagship of the Niners. So, you know, thanks for watching. Thanks for supporting what we're doing here. The revolution will not be televised. That shit's going to be on YouTube. I support reasonableness in sports coverage. (laughs) Thank you, James. I'm glad you do too. (laughs) I'm glad you support that. Yeah, again, hey, Moody made two big kicks. He sure did. Let's talk about the ones that he's making, not just the one that he missed, right? Why not? Troy Wynn says, I like our chance this time because we have a better team than in 2019. I believe you're right. I believe you are better. I believe you're more balanced, but this defense... For you to really show up as the Mo Betta team, better start acting like it. I mean, these are two playoff games in a row where we haven't said the names Javon Hargrave or Chase Young again. There's absolutely an element of this. Damon, people suck. They always have to bitch about something. They do, but it's, you know, like to complain about Brock Purdy is just something I really don't understand. Like there are times to bitch about things. Him, even like Brock Purdy could play for the team I hated the most. I would still have to admit. It's an incredible story. What an origin like, I, I don't understand. Just because you might not like the Niners, you've got to not like Brock Purdy's story too? I, I don't get it. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, the way that people just are, are freaking miserable. <laughs> Damon, when's this Greg Papa segment coming? I don't, I don't know, but it's, you'll know. You'll know. The thumbnail will clearly indicate this is your Greg Papa segment. It's coming, and it'll be glorious. it's the one thing neither station in San Francisco can talk about because one doesn't have the guts. The other doesn't have the permission. I got plenty of guts. I don't need anyone's permission ever again. I'll talk about whatever the fuck it is I want to talk about. It's glorious over here. Thank you. Hit like and subscribe. This is Daryl. Daryl says, uh, thank you, DB. You're the best. Brock grew up in these playoffs. I think he did. I think the whole team did. And I really hope that Kyle Shanahan did as well. This wasn't a smooth game, but I'm not upset with the way that Kyle called it. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. Ambry Thomas, he almost had a pick. He played pretty well tonight. Words of wisdom in the Super Chat saying my wife Eva and I are booked for the Super Bowl watch party at Circa Stadium Swim. My bucket list is to buy you a drink at the Legacy Club. Well, I'll tell you what, um, not going to be at Circa Stadium Swim for the game, but boy, I appreciate the offer and maybe we can rendezvous before that Sunday comes around. but you're going to have a good time. And that stadium swim is legit. Absolutely legit. As is the generosity from one and only Kevin Murray right here. That's a C note, Kev. Thank you so much. I support Damon and the shift to actual expert broadcast instead of big media sensationalism, clickbait nonsense. How about that? Look, here's the deal. I think why I'm valuable is I'm going to tell you I'm not an expert. I'm just, I've got someone with a very informed and educated opinion, but I'm not gonna pass off my opinion as the only way things that could possibly go down. I'm not gonna tell you I'm some expert, but I've been around this game, this team in particular, for a very, very long time. And I think I know what I'm looking at when I see it. I think I know when to call shenanigans on things that I don't believe in. And there is way too much evidence that what we're looking at on the 49ers. Is substantial. This is not team shenanigans. I don't think Kyle Shanahan would sign up for team shenanigans. This is a talented football team that's played two eh football games in a row, yet they were somehow still talented enough to actually win it. White folks, tea. Is now supporting the channel and has become a member of the initiated. Thank you very much, White Folks Tea. This is Ben Hewitt. Ben Hewitt has become a member tonight. Thank you so much. Again, some exclusive commentary from Sports Bane himself will be made available to you during Super Bowl week. But supporting the channel through membership for less than a cup of, you know, a, 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 a vanilla mocha latte at a coffee shop, does an awful lot to help support what we're doing over here. Again, just hitting a like and subscribe does an awful lot to help and support what we're doing over here. And when you're talking to your friends at the Super Bowl, uh, what are we going to do for postgame? Are we going to stick around for one of this, you know, unwatchable network postgame? Join me over here at the Two Minute Warning. I hope you plan on joining me here at the two-minute warning of the Super Bowl. And then maybe we're friends going into the next season as well. And how about this? I plan on covering this team for a very, very long time. And we've found over 16,000 subscribers already. And we're not even a year one into this YouTube experiment, which is not an experiment. This is where it is now, kids. There's no going back to radio. Not that I can see. I have hurt too many feelings in a soft-ass market, to probably ever be offered that again. Well, that's fine with me, because what I do know is that when Larry Kruger and I go live at 8 a.m. on Monday, we will now have the biggest sports station in the market. More people will watch Larry and I tomorrow than KNBR and 95.7 The Game combined. And if you don't believe me, check on in tomorrow morning starting at 8 a.m. West Coast time. Do the math yourself. Add up all the viewers on Larry's channel, add up all the viewers on my channel, and then compare them to the total viewers on both these established sports channels. See how they're doing. It's amazing, like, giving your audience what it wants and the experienced broadcasters that they trust does matter. How about that for a concept? Unbelievable. Dan Campbell not kicking a field goal to make it a three-score game early in the third quarter is something that is going to keep him up all night long for several weeks in a row. Oh, is he going to be just second-guessing himself over and over? Again, thanks to my man Kevin Murray. We got Brian Reno. I tell you what, if you're a Niner fan, Brian, for this week, you can change your name to Brian Vegas. But Brian Reno says when you're up 17, you kick the field goal. If you can't catch it on second or third down, how are you going to catch it on fourth? Look, again, I like being aggressive. I think that there are times to be aggressive. I think Dan Campbell had to spend an awful lot of this year in devil may care. We're uber aggressive mode. But when you get here, now you're playing a game for greater table stakes. This isn't a culture-changing game. This is a, you're, you're maybe going to the Super Bowl and you. You take the points when they're there. You take the possession switch when you're there. To go up three possessions, there are a limited number of possessions in a game. Going up on three about halfway through the third quarter means this other team's running out of time. And unless we give the ball up, which the Lions also did with that fumble, Tayshawn Gibson's fumble was huge. As big as Brandon Ayuk's immaculate deflection, we're officially going with immaculate deflection. That's great. God, I wish I'd come up with that on my own. And here is a point that cannot just be overlooked. Never daunted radio network. Let's not forget that we're supposed to be in the Super Bowl. We're just fulfilling expectations. Again, it is really hard to play with expectations that only feel like they're met at the highest of championship levels, and the Niners have met those expectations. And again, if they go to Las Vegas and they lose that game, everyone is rightfully going to be upset and pissed off, but I'm telling you right now, this team has done something special this year. Let's see how special it ends, but they've already done something very special. It is really hard to reach a Super Bowl. It's really hard to reach an NFC championship game three years in a row. It's really hard to get up and come back when you fall short over and over again. The human spirit sometimes is easy to, to, you know, to squash, to tamp out, to keep ignited the drive and the desire to win a Super Bowl. Over and over and over again. That's coaching, kids. Kyle Shanahan, he might have moments where he drives you nuts or you second second guess a few things he does. But he's really good at this. You have to know perfect is not available. There is no perfection in this league. And if you think you got it, believe me, the league is set up to take it from you. But well, man. Damon, I've never seen a kicker miss three out of four damn kicks like that in the playoffs. First of all, this guy's not missed three out of four kicks. He's missed two kicks. One was blocked against the Packers. He pushed a wide right tonight. And I can also tell you that the uh, the, the, the other kick that was missed was a point after touchdown so it doesn't count as a missed field goal. Um, The last time a 49er rookie kicker missed two kicks in the postseason, they won a Super Bowl. Again, I don't want to hear about missed kicks until they lose a game by less than three. Terrence, just throwing it in there. Five. Thank you very much for the five spot, Terrence. Appreciate it. Jason, I agree with you go ahead, like, and subscribe. Like and subscribe, my friends. That helps out an awful lot. And appreciate this as well. Hacktastic. Dan Campbell stepped over the fine line between aggressive and recklessness. Should have taken the points when he had his chance, and you are right about that. And because he didn't, the 49ers were able to achieve Max. Damon just dunked on Graham. Again, I'm not dunking on anyone. He's dunked on himself enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the one putting up videos that if you go back and you look at them now, they're just so laughably wrong. Again, if that if that's the person you are really want to get your content from, God bless you. Enjoy it. I, I wish him all the success in the world. But he's living in a fantasy land that I, I'm not and the Niners are not in and I I, I, don't, I don't get it. Actually, I do get it. I don't even care anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I think you're the best, Andy. Thank you very much. Obey Banks, you're right. Just an unbelievable adjustment on that IU catch. It was a bang bang play. That was his, that was his Lin Swan moment. It really was. Look it up, kids. Look it up. Dante, I've been following you on Twitter for a real long time, too. I think you're a Bay Area treasure. But thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. Kim, I was a tiny little girl the last time the Niners won. I didn't care back in the early 90s. Now I'm this crazy fanatic and probably the loudest in the bar tonight. Good for you. Good for you. I like that an awful lot. By the way, words of wisdom. Welcome to the initiated words of wisdom. You're now born into it. What a what what a game. What a game. We got Mon Green Eggcorn. Where's Ryan Clark's heart? Ryan Clark's hot takes on QB1 Brock Purdy now corporate shell. Here's the thing. Who's the one who told him that he had to speak against his own true heart? And he just knew that Brock Purdy wasn't very good this whole year long, but he said nice things. Cause what? Cause they told you to in a meeting. I mean, either way you're telling on yourself, you're telling us that you'll say whatever the producer tells you to say, which could include this reversal of position, or you just don't know what you're even looking at which for a guy who played in the league is kind of pathetic. I asked for juice all week. Good to see him getting love. Amen. Amen. Really good to see him getting some love. That guy's got to be more involved. He is more than just a good blocking back with a wife who makes football fashion. The lob to Juan was clutch. Yes, it was. I'm old Greg, Damon, let's go. I'm six and twelve, baby. I'm six to twelve, six to noon. i don't i don't I don't know. I don't know, but I'm thank you. Thank you for being here. Andy, Damon, take a shot, please. I said any and all shot price points will start at the fifty dollar mark. I have a big morning tomorrow, but you know what? just because it's sitting right here. Why not? One more. Last one. Here we go. Cheers to you, Niners fans. I'm happy for you. I really, really am. Mmm. Delicious. Dante, screw the game. Dee Bruce for life. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. Purdy had 48 rushing yards. Are you kidding me? Let's look at some of these numbers. Brock Purdy, he did five carries, 48 yards. Unbelievable. He had more yards than. Jamison Williams, what a a great play, by the way, in the opening drive for the Lions, that Jamison Williams little gadget play. That was beautiful. Um, Brock Purdy was 20-31 of for 267 yards, a touchdown, an interception. He was sacked twice, only lost nine yards there. 20 carries, 90 yards, two touchdowns, and a long 25 for Christian McCaffrey. Debo, eight catches, 89 yards. Debo was big in this game. Brandon Ayuk, three catches, 68 yards, including his 51-yarder uh, and a touchdown. McCaffrey, four catches, 42 yards. check, two catches, 33 yards. George Kittle was only targeted three times. He caught two balls for 27 yards. And believe me, had the Niners lost this game hey, diddle diddle, where was George Kittle, was going to be one of the easiest to grab onto talking points for every single host on Monday, and they would have been right. Where was George Kittle in this game? Uh, I'm going to have to rewatch it. Did the Lions do that good of a job taking him out of this game? Super Vega Two One One says, "You know, analysts are going to be talking more about Lamar Jackson's loss than Brock Purdy going into the Super Bowl tomorrow morning." Well, yeah, I guess it's an easier segment to do since you know most people have already told you that Brock isn't even good enough to be here. So, how are they going to cover a guy who's not good enough to be in a game that he's in? That's going to get kind of awkward. Tom says, "I'm now ten years older than I was four years or four hours ago." Tom, it's a good line. Yeah, I mean, gray. Gray, gray hair, gray beards, gray pubes. We all got them tonight. You know, don't let one bad game take you off. Lamar MVP, I'll tell you what, had, had... had Brock Purdy had made some of the decisions that Lamar made in that game or some of the throws that he didn't complete, they'd be all over him. Wonder if they'll have the same energy for Lamar. But look, Lamar had a fine season, and he, honestly, in defeat, was the best thing the Ravens had going for him all game That pass that was deflected and he basically beat a corner and a linebacker to it and went for a 13-yard gain, I've never quite seen a a quarterback catch his own deflected pass quite like that. He was awesome. Ike knows what's up, 100%, no wives. Not in Vegas, not this time around. It's a work trip. Tell me what quarterback goes down to injury in the NFC Championship game just to come back in the following year and go to the Super Bowl. What more must Purdy do? Oh, they'll figure it out. They'll fig- they'll invent something new for him to do by Wednesday of this week, I promise. Greg R. thank you very much for the super chat, Greg. Purdy looked like Steve frickin' Young out there. He got it. Oh, he really did. I mean, at times, his legs did exactly what they needed to do. I mean, when you see daylight, run to it. Don't go broke taking a profit. All the cliches that you want to put into what we ask our quarterbacks to do with their arms, less with their legs, Brock Purdy did it. Brock Purdy, you know, the reason why they fell in love with Trey Lance in that draft was because they really thought, well, here's a guy who can maybe do everything. This is the new-aged, super-athlete quarterback that is going to allow the 49ers to run a level of play that, without him, they're not going to be, you know, just a straight-up pocket passer, is not going to be able to do this. Purdy's more than that, which means he doesn't quite fit that game-manager definition the way people want it to. Now, there's another element of being a game manager, which to me is not an insult. Can you take that clock to where it needs to be before you're snapping the ball? Do you make, are you doing math at, at, you know While you're playing the game, do you know down and distance? Do you protect the ball by knowing when to throw it away, knowing when to gamble with it, knowing when to say, hey, you know what, live and fight another down? I think Brock, for a very young quarterback in this league, has almost mastered those things early in his career. It should be a hell of a, def- a hell of a Super Bowl for this fact alone. Sure there's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and that offense going up against the 49ers defensively who have to radically improve based on what we saw tonight. But the Chiefs defense is very legit. This is the best defense the Chiefs have won at any time. Offense was just as garbage, but they won. Joe Montana was famous for comebacks all the time. I lived it. Too much ego today. Again, I did not know if the offense was garbage. I thought that, that that the defense was where the problem was in this game more than anywhere else. 49ers says, Damon, will you be bringing us inside the sphere in Vegas? Look at it this way. Probably not. I'll be bringing you outside the sphere. I'll be bringing you inside the sphere in Las Vegas when those fish shows happen in April. I'm going Saturday and Sunday night. That's when the wife and I are going to Vegas. And if the in-laws are watching, thank you very much, Tom and Liz, for watching the kids so we can make that happen. Jillian and I will be going together somewhere on our own, without our kids, as a couple, for two nights in a row, for the first time in four years. So we're very much looking forward to that trip. But I get to get to Vegas before she does. Hey, look, the season for me began at Allegiant Stadium, went to the... uh, the 49ers Raiders preseason game, did some videos there from Las Vegas. So in many ways, the season kind of began for me at Allegiant Stadium. It's going to end at Allegiant Stadium for the 49ers. The way that, you know, if you want to say the NFL scripted, the way that this year started, right? The way that this started was the fact that we had the Lions going into Arrowhead on opening night and picking up the biggest win in recent Lions history, memory, that they've had I got a buddy named Tommy who's the only real Lions fan that I know I got to give him a call tomorrow but man David wants to know hey Damon do you and Krug have seats at the game actually so here's the deal I'm going, I believe, Wednesday through Saturday. I'm not going to go to the game. Most of the media who goes to the Super Bowl doesn't actually attend the game. And being one of the smaller press boxes and stadiums to host a Super Bowl, I'm not even going to bother trying to get in there. I'm just going to go to the row. And and that's the thing. And the row is kind of lame now because radio is kind of dying. So I'm just going to go and bring you Vegas through my eyes the way I want to do it. No rules. I don't have to play by anybody's rules. We can do it my way. I don't have to be on the air at any particular time. Jason says, "Can you get can you get Michael Irvin on before the Super Bowl? Hey, I hope to catch up with him there." I hope to catch up with him there. Michael, Michael, I'm not even going to try that last name. Calurus. I don't know. He says, I'm a Bay of Transplant now living in Vegas. When you come, let's grab a beer with my friend, John Libertini. Do I, what do I know that name? Seems like I kind of know that name. I don't know. Mitchell, look at it this way. When we, when we go ahead and we go wheels down in Vegas, I'll let you know. DMs will be open. I'll let you know. We'll try to get together. Try to have a good time. My friend Larry says, no, the Warriors should not trade Kaminga. Larry, are you, are, you, are you still in last night? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's having his own chat about the Warrior. What a game last night, right? Work is way better when you can do a shot of whiskey. Well, thank you. I I agree with you. Thank you very much, much, Bryce. Andy Y, 707. Damon, what's in your sippy cup? I want to know. This isn't exciting at all. This is water. Uh, Just water. I want to go back to that game being tied at 24 when Purdy escaped a dead-to-right sack, and that's where he hit check right on the sideline there for the tippy-toes catch that check made. Then Brock does get sacked on back-to-back plays, but it sets up for the go-ahead field goal attempt, and Moody striped that 33-yarder, and it was the first lead of the game. First lead of the game for the Niners, and that was a 20 unanswered points coming out of the half. My goodness. Lions were looking at fourth and three in their field goal range and Goff threw it away because Dan Campbell didn't think like, hey, yeah, let's at least tie this game right here. That's nuts. That, That to me was nuts. Two, two decisions to pass on field goals Open the door to win this game for the Niners as much as anything almost the Niners did. UCC. Damon, are you going to be on Radio Row? I might might show up on Radio Row wearing a Grim Grim Reaper outfit. A big sickle. Just say, you are all going to die. You should get to YouTube as fast as you can. All of you are working for a a company that is either filing for or about to file for bankruptcy. You're all in trouble. Trust me. What do we see right here? Oh, Damon, just saying, all right, now, KMBR is 259 watching at the moment, 95.7, 239. Welcome to the Plus. Oh, are we are, are we doubling them up there? Just, just little old me? How about that? How about that? Mountain Cat, you're right. Damon's got the best chat on YouTube. We're smart. We're witty. We know ball. We make great streak. Hey, look at you. The four-year-old is here. Jack, you want to come in and say hi to everybody? Jack just got back from grandma and grandpa's. He's already in his pajamas. You excited about the Niners going to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Niners are in the Super Bowl. Woo! Jillian's excited. Come on, show him your jacket. Jillian's rocking the gear. She just got back. Niners! There you go. It's best birthday Diners! present ever. <laughs> oh, and then we got... Ozzy, look the whole family in here. Look at that. Oh, hold on. Let me hide the message there. But hey, this is great. I'm glad that you, you get to go to the Super Bowl. You're in the Super Bowl, buddy. Super Bowl, baby. Don't be no. Are you a Niners fan? No. What? Yes. You're a real son of San Francisco. Francisco. Yes, you are. Niners. Go, nine, nine. Look at it yeah. this way. I could have raised you a Bears fan. No. But, but I had mercy on you. Not I had mercy on you. Not in my house. He is wearing Indiana pinstripes, though. Look at the candy stripes. Go Hoosiers. I thought you would like those. I candy do like those. Candy. Nice job, honey. All, All right. right. Good to go see Niners. you. We're going to go put the kids to bed. Go put the kids bye to bye. bed. Bye. God bless. Bye bye. Bye bye. Come on, Ozzy. Let's go. I like it. How about that, that third and one handed catch? Oh, the Jawan one handed catch was unbelievable. <laughs> I'm old Greg. Yeah, you There's no doubt. That was incredible. We got here at halftime. I proposed an uh, I posted an image of Joe Boo from Major League wrote. The comeback will be amazing. Oh, Joe Boo got it done. Thank you very much. Words of wisdom. Damon, get on a soapbox. Sports should be a unifier. It transcends everything. Trake a lesson. Connect on a human level. Again, this has got to be, there's got to be something more to sports than your team sucks, your quarterback sucks. But that's the way some people want it. Again, we shouldn't have let so many dumb people in the room. And the reason why maybe Kittle didn't have more targets, this is true. Kittle was out there stopping hot, stopping Hutchinson all night. He was probably left in to block that guy. And I'll tell you, you saw – there are a couple things that we've seen in some of the worst games Brock Purdy has had, and those are tipped passes at the line of scrimmage. And you saw them. You saw those tipped passes at the line of scrimmage. And I just right away just was like, "Uh uh-oh, that's not good. Again, Kittle blocking and chipping his ass off. Doesn't that MVP discussion after the regular season – It does, and it begins too early in the regular season as well. I mean, I remember by the end of week two, we were doing, you know, I saw ESPN doing a, well, let's talk about our leaders in the clubhouse for MVP. There's 15 more weeks of football. That's a lazy, dumb segment. And there is true. Absolutely true. That goalpost is not going to be moved further back this week. Oh, they're going to move it. They're going to move it around on them. They're going sp- Here's the thing. They're probably going to like angle it a little. They're going to angle the goalpost so it's not a full like whatever the however many yards the crossbar is across. I don't even know what what is that. Fifteen yards? I don't even know. Um, yeah, they'll make it like fourteen yards for Brock to hit that. Unbelievable night of football from the 49ers, including a dreadful night of football that started the evening. Again, when the first quarter was over, it was a disaster. When the first half was over, it was a disaster. I tweeted, they need nothing short of one of the greatest halves of football in franchises history to make something happen. And that's exactly what they got. It's exactly what they got. Again, words of wisdom. Who wants to meet us at Circa Legacy Club? We're regulars. We know Vegas. We got your first drink. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk, buddy. We'll get out there. We'll have a good time. Again, I remember when my, me and my boys used to go out to Vegas like before the advent of cell phones and iPhones. And like, there'd be 20 of us in Vegas and we'd all manage to get together. And like, I don't know how you keep 20 people together in Vegas without texting everyone now. Like we used to have the skills to travel as a herd in a pack and all agree to meet at places at certain times and we would get it done. And we were a whole bunch of drunk college kids in Vegas. How do do you do it now without a cell phone? I don't even know if we have that muscle anymore. (laughs) Oh, I shouldn't have said we're drinking for cash. Um, Rob C note dropping a hundy. Do you say a, a last shot challenge accepted? I just got back from Vegas. Don't quit on us now. Yes, I doubled down at halftime. Side note: I got my fam to go to Ike's in the Vegas Mall. Oh, I love it. Way to support me and my sponsors and Ike. Rob C note been generous here with post game and Damon. All season long. And Rob, I thank you so very much. Oh. Did I mention I'm on at quarter to seven with Gianna on KPIX tomorrow morning? That is the last shot. (laughs) That is the last shot. I got Gianna at 6.45 in the morning. So wake up on your Super Bowl channel, by the way. And uh, and then Larry and I will be at it at 8 a.m. with Wake Up. I'll be at it at 11 a.m. with a, uh, hey, you going to the Super Bowl? Kim saying, Damon, go get drunk. Again, I got I to work. Rob C-Note for the win. She knows how this works. Thank you, Kim. And thanks to all of you. Again, thanks to all of you. Thanks to Dr. Paul Hughes for supporting. Um, post-game and Damon, it means so much. Uh, without him... Um, we wouldn't have the means to keep on just going and believing that we can do this. You know, this is more than just a hobby for me. This is a, a a way that I go about supporting my family. Luckily, thanks to that beautiful woman that you saw come in here. She's picked up an awful lot of slack. We're 16,000 strong already here in YouTube subscribers, Members nearing 100 for this station. And I thank you all very, very much. And if you can't financially support what's going on here, that's cool. It really is. Like and subscribe. And thank you so very much. And then come on back because I'm at it every day like a baseline. You can count on it being there. I will be with you every day at 11 a.m. West Coast time hosting the PLUS. People say, who are new in here, Damon, what's the plus? I don't get it. Well, imagine if the word plus rhymed with Bruce. It's just that stupid. But it's ours. Damon, how much do we need to donate for you to slap some sense into Nick Wright? Nick will be coming on this week. We've already been in communication. He knows it. And here we go. There will be some sandwiches on the row. Oh, yes, there will be sandwiches. Damon, Circle Legacy Club, Saturday night. Again, I think I'm out of there Saturday afternoon. Best view guaranteed. Your wife will thank you. Boom, shakalaka. Trust me, taking care of you. Words of wisdom. Let's set something up. I don't know If you're not going to be there on Friday, we might not be able to put it together. But, again, we're not afraid of hanging out. We're not afraid of hanging out especially with people who've been here and supporting and really digging what we're doing. It's been a pleasure. And again, we will be. We will be at it with Plus Mania 3, the revenge at the halfway club, before February is out. I can promise you that. Jack is 4. Did I say 3? He's he's 4. Ozzy's 2. Jillian's birthday, love that gold jacket. I got her that jacket a few years ago. I got her that jacket a few years ago for a Christmas gift. I knew it. As soon as I picked it up, I'm like, oh, this is good. I, you know that. Husbands out there, you know, when, you, you know when, the, when the gift for the wife just passes muster. You're like, ah, oh, this isn't the best thing I ever got her, but it'll do. And then you know when you really rocked it. And again, the whole point is you got to be able to get your wife a great guest without spending a gift, without spending a lot of money. I mean, if it's a whole like, we're just going to throw money at the situation, then everyone should have a great gift every year. But I knew that I rocked that one when I got it. Yes, punching above my weight class, no doubt about it. Car shard on one. And look, working from home is awesome. I love it. It is an awful lot. Working from home is undefeated. I do miss people. I'm a, I'm a very sociable guy. But yeah, not wearing pants at least six days of the week. That's nice. The Greg Popper revenge game. I'll be on the lookout for that video when it comes out this week. Do you see that boy in the pinstripes? That made me happy too. Made me happy, too. I mean, Dad's got his pinstripes right here. So that made me happy. Maybe the goalpost would just get set on fire this week. Yeah, that might happen, too, for Brock. That might happen, too. Uh-huh. Glenn sit, Glenn, Glenn Says Dan Campbell's the type of guy to be on 20 and say, hit me. He's like, I feel like I'm getting an ace right here. <laughs> yeah. He really, again, there are times, there are times to be aggressive and there are times to be smart. He should have been more smart than aggressive this evening. Goalposts, by the way, are 18.6 feet across. Thank you very much. Again, we need to find a name for that catch by IUK. I think we got it. I think that is the immaculate deflection. Again, we got a smart audience, a good audience in here. And I thank you for being a smart and great audience with me all football season long. And I hope to see so many of you back here. First thing, tomorrow morning, Monday morning, number one, I am on KPIX with my pal Gianna at 645 in the morning. Now I'm on with Larry Krueger simulcasting on my channel and his channel at 8 a.m. And then at 11 a.m. It'll be yours truly hosting the Damon Bruce show. And if you miss any of it, it's obviously on YouTube. You can find it all There. Download that podcast as well. Take me with you. Use just the audio. And you don't need the video. This is not a face made for TV. I get it. Download that podcast as well. Take it with you wherever you go. I actually hear them outside too. Nonstop fireworks tonight. Yeah, you can hear it. You can hear it. Kim, she's sweating that jacket. I can't even remember where I got it, Camera or else I'd tell you. But... um. All I can tell you is that this has been a really, really fun year. The year started out pretty daunting for years, truly, but it has grown into an incredibly fun, enjoyable hang with you folks, um, the loyal, everyday viewers and listeners and members of the initiated who return for everything it means so very very much to the rest of you to anyone who's new here tonight or has just come jumping back in for the first of a few times thank you for being here means an awful lot and i hope to have you at the 2 minute warning of the super bowl cuz that's where the niners are going and if they win that the parade goes up Market Street. Remember that. The parade goes up Market Street if the 49ers win their next game. And it's been a while since a 49er parade has gone up Market Street. Hopefully, hopefully the Niners still know where, you know, San Francisco is. I'm hoping That's what I'm hoping for anyways. Let me just check right here. I'm scrolling. We're good. I think we got all the super chats in. Again, thank you so very much for the support and for watching. Thanks one more time to Dr. Paul Hughes for supporting Postgame and Damon and the postgame shows that we've done in the second half of this year. Uh, Thanks an awful lot to the doc and his son, who is code word Hunter. If you'd like 50% off cellular replacement therapy, which could probably be the reason why you don't need shoulder partial replacement, hip replacement, knee replacement. He's got the new, new science, and it's working for him. He's done it on me. It's working for me, and it can work for you too. Trey Bore five. Let's go, D. Bruce. Let's go. Let's go, everyone. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you so much for choosing to hang out. Really appreciate it. Have yourself a wonderful evening. 49ers fans, you're in the Super Bowl. Tomorrow, when you wake up at 8 a.m. West Coast time with yours truly and Larry Kruger, guess where you're going to be. You're going to be in the Super Bowl. And then all week long leading up to the Super Bowl, there are two fan bases that get to get really excited. And guess what? You're one of them. You're in the Super Bowl. We'll worry about the Super Bowl the closer it gets. Let's celebrate this moment the next couple of days because this moment was expected yet never guaranteed. It was demanded yet never promised. Football is a brutal sport to be successful in over and over and over again. A five-game winning streak is enough to celebrate, much less three years in a row in the NFC Championship game. And this is the year that the Niners won it again. And so they're back in the Super Bowl for the first time since 2019, and oh, look who they met back there. Look who that was. Look who it is again. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs, Taylor Swift, they're all coming for the 49ers, and the Niners better get ready. They're going to need to be better than they were tonight to win their next game. And if they do win their next game, you get to go down in history. The quest for six will have hit its bullseye. Real quick. Don't want to bring it up here. It's rigged, man. It's rigged. I can prove to you it isn't rigged just like this. Are you ready? Anyone who gets that this is rigged bullshit thrown at them this week, just ask this. Then how come the Cowboys aren't in the Super Bowl? Because if the NFL could rig a Super Bowl, the Cowboys wouldn't be in some of them. They'd be in fucking all of them. All of them. How many Cowboys Super Bowls were there? Well, all of them. They were all the Cowboys Super Bowls if this was getting rigged. It's not getting rigged. What it is, is getting the plus to Vegas. And if that doesn't sound dangerous enough to be fun, I don't know what does. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Thanks to everyone who dropped a super or a like or a subscribe or became a member of the initiated tonight. I deeply appreciate it, as does my family. I'm glad they popped in too. Now you know what you're supporting. Thank you very much for being here. Congratulations, Niners fans. Enjoy this. Enjoy this moment. What a ride it's been. What a season it's been. And look at where you are, off to Las Vegas and the Super Bowl. Doesn't get much better than that. Sports don't build character. They reveal it. Thanks so much for watching.